0: Well, so now on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, you know we got to talk about your vice president, Kamala Harris. You know, the famous vice president that told black folks this. So I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm going to do something that's only going to benefit black people. No. You know, that vice president of yours. You know, she made some comments about the black vote. But before we get to your favorite vice president of the United States of America, let's get to your president. Now, a lot of you coming to the chat and a lot of you Democrat shields you talk about, we got to get out there and vote for Joe Biden. Joe Biden is just the best person for the job. Oh, America is so much better because Joe Biden is in office, right? Well, Joe Biden has issues way beyond politics at this point. we talked about this on African diaspora. But I want to play a clip of a video that just, you know, it, people have posted. And you tell me if you want the man in this video, Joe Biden, to be your next president. Let's go ahead and roll that clip. So as you saw in that video, once his wife left, he was lost. He was confused. He was looking around and you're looking at the way he's walking. Anyone who's been around their grandparents that dealt with those issues and got to that stage in life, not all people at his age get to that point. They got people that's in their nineties and they sharper than any person that's 23 years old. So it's not about, his age per se. It's about his overall health and his, you know, cognitive health. And what we're seeing is this man is not up for the job, y'all. This man can be easily manipulated by whoever. You know, they even, you know, charge people for doing things against the elderly, manipulating them to do things, manipulating them to sign things, etc. We we know this. It's called elder abuse, right? This man clearly needs to go home. He needs to go back to Delaware, you know, get with his doctor, you know, not be stressed out about the country and all of that. He don't need that at this point, no matter what we say about him politically, that man's confused and America's enemies and all everybody else that's trying to do things to this country. This is their time. I just saw a news report about at the border in Mexico. They got a line of Russian males trying to come into the country. Everybody, every man in the world trying to come to this country because they got plans to do things to this country. These men that's coming in here aren't just poor workers and they just want a better life. No, a lot of these men coming in here are military people. A lot of them are, you know, part of sleeper sales. And during this administration, we have had no security. This man don't know what he's doing. He's, he, he just don't. He got his good days, you know, with your grandfather, right? He had his good days. He's straight. He's good. Then he's like that. Then look at the way he's walking. I mean, the man. how many times we've we seen the man fall up the stairs, fall down. We constantly seen this. This man does not need to do this job. And anybody go out there voting for that man, seeing this video, listen, it's not me making it up. I don't make this stuff up. I just show you. And and, then even for Kamala herself, not to be saying something, but they told a line because it's all about power for them. It's not even about Joe Biden's hell. Listen, I guess one of Joe Biden's good days, he said, there's other people that can be Trump. Okay, fine. Where's all those Democrats that can be Trump? Because if you actually cared about the country so much Democrats, you would say, you know what? Biden needs to go deal with his health issues. And put up another Democrat to run against Trump. Let's call it what it is. We've seen the Iowa caucus; Trump blew them away, right? And they looked at well, you know, the two issues that people in Iowa said why they voted was because the the immigration migrant crisis and the economy. That's the two things. And black folks saying the same thing: this migrant crisis and the economy. All that other side stuff. We when we deal with that later. That's the two things you worried about your back pocket and people coming in here to take money out of your back pocket. Now let's get to Kamala because see Kamala don't take things seriously. She don't at all. So let's, let's go ahead on and start with her. So it's a Kamala had attempted to tamp down concerns. President Joe Biden's campaign is struggling to win black votes, a key constituency behind his 2020 election win. Now after watching that video, it's not just black folk <laughs> that's looking at him like eh, on top of the other mess that he done. Now she said, we've done really good work. Our challenge would be to let people know who brung it to them. That's what she said in the interview. When you do good things, people will know it, right? Prime example. If you do a stimulus, they know what president signed off on it. They know. You don't have to go tell people, Hey, I did this for you. I did it. Cause if you did it, it would be evident in their life and they'll be talking about it. Right. But vice president Harris, why don't you go talk to the Asian community? I'm gonna keep saying that y'all ran The soon as Biden got in there, he was still in his good days. When he got in there, he signed that Asian hate crime bill. Why aren't y'all posted up in Chinatown talking to them? Now, they continue to say black voters have been a crucial block throughout the president's political career, turning out strong for Biden during, let's say, the 2020 Democratic primaries in South Carolina, which helped catapult him to clinch his party's nomination and subsequently the presidency. Yeah, but at that time, what were we going through? George Floyd. A lot of people was upset at the time with Trump. So that's why a lot of people came out to vote for Biden. It's not that people were so excited about Biden. It's just he came in at the right time with all that. And of course, you know, they were fear mongering on top of that. And they was talking about, Oh, we're going to do something about the police. And then when the Democrats got in, they do nothing about the police. Biden didn't have his, you know, police accountability commission. He he got rid of that time. Congress needs to do that. You know? So, so he, everything he said to get in there, he's a straight lie. Now they continue to say, but polling has shown that while black voters strongly support Biden in a hypothetical matchup against his Potential future opponent, former President Donald Trump. Support for him has been waning. A sign that, it's a black voters may be disaffected at the prospect of voting for Biden again. Now, Harris acknowledged communicating the campaign's message to black voters who might be inclined to sit it out. 2024, it's a would pose a challenge. Now, y'all remember of the last election, the word was, hey, sit it out. Everybody, oh no, we can't sit it out. We can't sit it out. And you know the sitting out popularity started within the grassroots. Now, the mainstream is acknowledging the couch. They're acknowledging sit it out 2024. They're acknowledging that because they know that a good portion of black people is gonna sit it out. And go ask Sheila Jackson Lee what happens when black folks sit it out. Go ask her. She'll tell you. See, 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 she, she would have been the mayor of Houston if black folks didn't choose the couch. Black folks chose the couch and Sheila Jackson Lee behind got beat so bad by John Whitmer, now John Whitmer is the mayor of Houston. Now, that's what happens when black folks sit out. The Democrats cannot win anything without black people because every other community, their votes are split. Democrat, Republican split, white community, Hispanic community, Asians, all they vote is split. Black people are the only block they had to say we vote in a block and you didn't pissed off your voting block by not doing nothing for them. You can't scare us about Trump. You can't scare us about democracy. What freaking democracy? What democracy? A democracy means we have a voice. We said so many times reparations of the former cash payments. We said so many times an anti-black hate crime bill. We've said so many times get rid of qualified immunity for these race soldiers. We've said that so many times. Hey, investigate the banks and see how they do black folks with business loans and home loans. Y'all don't do any of that. How is it these migrants have come over here and put a business in a black community where black folks can't put a business in their own communities. Well, we know the game now, the government is giving them all kind of money. We never knew how it works, but we know now, we know y'all just coming up with money all over the place to give the migrants, no matter where they come from. That's why they are putting up businesses in the black community. Cause the white community say, you're not bringing yourself over here. You better go over there to that black community and set your business up. And we see you, we see you hundred percent. So that's why I say, okay, if you don't want to do nothing for black people, fine. You don't have to, that's your right. Well, black folks are just going to choose to couch or some black folks to vote Trump. That's really the, the options. And like I told y'all before, I'm good with either one, just as long as you don't reward the Democrats cause the Democrats have really done enough to black people. They've done enough. And it's time for them to see how it feels when we don't really show up, like in Louisiana. Black folks didn't show up over there, and that's why Sean Wilson didn't get uh, the vote either. If black folks would have showed up for Sean Wilson, he'd probably be the governor of Louisiana right now. The majority of people in Louisiana, gotta remember, only 27% of people voted who was eligible to vote in that Louisiana election. And the majority of black folks did not vote in that election. And that's why they are scared and that's why you see them more and more talking about the sitting it out deal is because that's what people are doing. They're tired. Then Biden got so much against him. He got that Israel Hamas thing. You got South Africa at the international criminal court, taking Israel to court, which the mainstream media don't want to show that all you should see all the countries in the world that's behind South Africa in agreement with them. And then you see, only what four or five countries in support of uh, Israel, which is United States, UK, Canada, a couple of others, all white countries, basically white ran countries. So Biden then, then not only pissed off black folk, but he pissed off the Muslim community who don't even want to, he told me he to go over there to Michigan and talk to them. They don't want to talk to him They say, he, he, you will not waste your time. Talk for what? What's there to talk about? So they, so they choosing the couch. Or they may choose Trump, but they definitely not choosing Biden. Young people are upset with him because he didn't do what he said he was gonna do. He, he did all this promising about student loan debt and all the other stuff he promised. He didn't do he didn't do that on top of the young people that is upset about that war, and he's trying to get it I don't know if y'all been paying attention. United States been bombing Yemen and been bombing this and bombing that. And, and, and they just been talking about the military recruiting is down is real down. And I'm telling y'all them geriatrics in Washington, they going to institute a draft. They keep on not hitting their goals and they keep on ratcheting things up. So if you don't want a military draft, you got to get the warmongers out. See when Trump was in office, at least we didn't have, we didn't get involved in no new wars. I'll say that. But you let Biden and them get back in there. They warmongers. They make money off of war. You better believe that. They will institute a draft. Listen, them people in Washington don't care about your kids. They don't care about you because they're not going to go fight a war. You will. All that Mitch McConnell, it Republicans, Chuck Schumer, Democrats, all of them, they're not going AOC. She's not going to war. What's the speaker? Mike Johnson. He's not going to war, but all of them are both to send you to war. You got to think about that. Cause see the Democrat shields are not talking about all this stuff that's going on in the middle East. They don't want to tell you about that and all this stuff, all this stuff is starting to spread out to other countries now and all of that. So, so you're, Geopolitics outside just your American politics is just as important as domestic politics, and then we got all these foreigners in here now, who got all these allegiances to somewhere else. Who's to say that some of these people from Yemen that's here may not start attacking Americans? Because Biden them led the whole world in the country with no checks and balances. Let's continue, sister, girl Kamala say you got to earn the votes say, saying the votes are going to be earned based on one in a reelect He said, have you actually responded to the needs of the community? She added He say, we have done the work that has been about bringing down unemployment, black unemployment to some of the lowest numbers we've ever seen and say what we've done on student loan debt. We have now raised student loan debt for over three and a half million people. And with more to do, so we've delivered. Uh, The same lady said this again. So I'm not going to sit here and say I'm going to do something that's only going to benefit black people. No. Yeah, so stop talking about black people, Kamala. Now, she continues to say, but the responsibility to get across, that's why I'm out here. We have a responsibility to communicate. You haven't been communicating about nothing. Biden put you in charge of the border, and you ain't done a thing about that doggone border. Not a thing. And that is the problem, Kamala. That is the major problem. You're supposed to be the border czar. And you were not down there at the border. You're not doing a freaking thing. So please. Well, like, why are people gonna believe you? Now, let's say Biden traveled last week, you know, to the South Carolina and speaking at the Mother AME Church in Charleston, of course, where you know Dylan Roof, you know, had took the lives of nine black people in 2015, which was a horrible terrorist attack that happened against our community. You say warned about the threat of white supremacy and extremism and how that threat could fester under a second Trump term. Um, the greatest threat we have right now is the migrant crisis. Letting these military aged men from countries all over the world, nobody being vetted coming across. That's actually a, a, a great threat. I'm not saying white supremacy is not a threat. That's an ever present threat worldwide, not just in America, but worldwide. Um, you haven't done nothing about white supremacy when you're in office. So stop, stop trying to throw white supremacy at black folk and say, Ooh, the white supremacist going to get you and, and you won't do nothing about it. Cause you know why? The white supremacists don't threaten you, sir. They don't. You on, you on a team with them. You've been on the team with them. So stop playing games. And they continue to say, and how that threat confessed her under a second Trump term, as we said earlier, Biden said at that time, the word of God was pierced by bullets of hate and rage propelled by not just a gunpowder, but by a poison It's a poison that for too long haunted this nation. He continued to say, what is that poison? White supremacy. All that is, is a poison throughout our nation's history. It said it ripped the nation apart. He said, this has no place in America, not today, tomorrow or ever. And I say in the wake of that speech, uh, Kamala Harris hinted, it said that the campaign will ramp up its offensive against Trump as the 2024 general election ramps up. She said, "I am of the school that you either run without an opponent or you run scared." It said, "I have learned that to be a fact, and that is the way that I feel about any election." Said, "So absolutely not. You can't take anything for granted, and we have a duty or responsibility to earn this reelect. You're not. You have not earned anything because." if you were doing right by the people, you wouldn't have to talk about earning it. It'd be all in the bag for you, right? But this is what happened when you don't do nothing for black people. See your whole campaign and your whole presidency has been prioritizing everybody else, but America, right? You definitely had a a policy of prioritizing uh, people from the, the second and third world, bringing them in, creating a migrant crisis. So much. So these people that have came over here and telling black folk, no money for you. You're lazy. Y'all created that problem. The economy has went, went to, went to hell when y'all got in. And one thing Americans are just not going to stand for is to allow their way of living to go down at least willing. Now, of course our way of life have went down because these exorbitant prices, home prices are through the roof. You're talking about, oh, well, the price is up and we can't, man, look, the prices have come back down very easily, very, very easily. You like say, listen, these people don't let these people make you think that they can't bring prices down, that they can't put in laws and regulations to bring prices down. They can do it. They can do it if they really wanted to, but they don't want to because you have to understand the worst court case that ever happened was the citizens United decision. What allowed corporations to donate to political campaigns? When they said corporations are people too, because at one point in time corporations couldn't donate to political campaigns, but after that decision, your Exxon mobiles can donate tens of millions of dollars to a Biden. And what they do, they'll donate to Biden, and they'll donate to Trump. That's what they do. So it don't matter what what person wins, they win. That's what the people like the Koch brothers and all of them do. It don't matter who win. They both going to put money in their back pocket to try to get, you know, laws or, or, or something changed for them or some tax or something. They going to do something. And if you really want a radical change in America, you would have to get rid of that citizens United decision. You would have to ban lobbying and lobbyists because that's like bribing literally because the American people don't have that up there. Yeah, foreign nations they have lobbyists as lobbying our senators and Congress people for different things. So it, it's a, it's just a big mess. And you know, there's a lot of things that do need to be changed in this country. Like it, it's a lot, but we as a, as a nation and I, and I'm mostly talking to, you know, gen Xers I'm talking to uh millennials. I'm talking to gen Z. We literally have to change America. America can't stay the way it is if you want to keep the country. Now, if you don't want to keep the country, you're like, I'm good. But the majority of you don't want to go nowhere. So since the majority of you don't want to go anywhere, the country gonna to have to change. It's gonna to have to change for the 21st century. We can't keep living off of this old way of doing things, this electoral college crap, you know, not having health care you know, charging all this, you know, God awful amount of money for school, you know, college. I mean, it's stupid. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's it's so stupid at this point when you got other countries that got free health care, you know, yet we don't have it like seriously, you know? So, so a lot of things going to have to change. You got to put aside, you know, your, your bias and differences or whatever, if you want to change. Cause like I said, some people, you know, they have the ability to leave America if it gets so bad, but a lot of you don't. A lot of you don't even leave your city. And that's crazy to stay in the city your whole life and never leave it. But some, but that's the life of some people. They never leave their state. Some people never even seen the the, you know, all, the majority of the states in the United States. You know, I'm not saying you gotta live there, but shoot, go there for a couple of days, see it, say, oh yeah, I've been there, or whatever. You know, I mean, you'll see what you like, see what you don't like. Like me personally, you know, some of them northern states, I'm talking about the ones that don't have a lot of people that look like us. Yeah, I was cool on that real quick. You know, I mean, well, the food ain't the same. The food not good. You know, it's just, you know, I'm not saying nobody treated me bad, but I'm just saying that, you know, uh, I'm used to the south. <laughs> I'm used to the south and uh, but I can visit anywhere though. I can visit anywhere. You know, you got them places like Maine and Vermont and all them kind of places. It's like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's why a lot of us don't live up there. (laughs) It's just not our people and not our culture. But Kamala think that they're a better option. I'm telling you, just what I know, with black people, the couch is going to win the election with black people. Cause I'm just being realistic. It don't matter if Trump got 30% of the black vote. the couch is going to win the election with black people, the couch. I'm just being real the couch. Some black folks gonna come and vote Biden, but the way it's looking the couch is the best place for them. The couch is comfortable. The couch isn't cussing them out. The couch isn't condemning them and the couch is theirs. And at least ain't got to worry about a hostile migrant messing with them on on their couch. So if enough black folks sit on the couch, Trump will win anyway. And then we all know what Trump will do. Trump say he going to have the largest deportation event in American history. He already talking about it. So if Biden stays on the ticket, I guarantee you the couch is going to win. Now if they pull a Hail Mary and they put somebody else in there. We'll see. But I seriously doubt it because the Democrats, you know, they, they'll go down in flames to, to, to stay on, you know, what they own. But yeah, the couch, you know, I really believe the couch is going to win the election in 2024.